Hey folks and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show all about podcasting, helping you to make a successful show. I'm Colin from thepodcasthost.com, joined by Matthew, as always. How you doing, Matthew? Very well, Ta Colin. How are you? Good, good. The uh, the unseasonal, uh, super hot Inverness weather is broken and it's traditionally chucking it down again. So I feel much more at home again back here. Yeah, it's exactly the same here. Yeah, because yeah. time of recording has been a bit of a heat wave, hasn't it? Summer 2020. <laughs> yes. So uh, I've been running about in the Speedos. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great sight for all. So yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's weird when it's hot here. It's just it's ta- what is it? <laughs> just Glasgow saying is uh, taps off. Get your taps off, pal, um, and uh, get straight into the sun. Whether it's like minus seven and sunny, it doesn't matter as long as it's sunny. It's taps off. But when it's actually hot and sunny, just people are just go kind of crazy up here, going jump in the river and uh, yeah, all sorts of bonkersness. We're just not used to it. Yeah, all that vitamin D goes to our head. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so uh, we've got another question today, haven't we? Another listener question on our listener questions season, which I'm enjoying a lot. Ah, it's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's good just to be able to riff off like genuine real world um, feedback and, and uh, you know, real real life case studies, if you like. So Indeed. Um, Indeed. hopefully we're able to... Um, help some folks along the way. And we've had good feedback too from um, the folks that have already submitted their questions. You could do that at thepodcasthost.com forward slash answers. Um, so yeah, we're, we're providing usefulness, which is great to hear. Always great to hear <laughs> that you're useful. Useful, it? useful. Yeah, we're going to keep, I think we should just keep going with this as we keep getting more questions. Eh? If they keep coming in, we'll um, we'll continue on with this for uh, another few episodes at least. So yeah, send them in thepodcasthost.com forward slash questions. But should we answers, get to this actually. one? Answers. Oh, thepodcasthost.com forward slash answers because you want answers not questions Um, right shall we get to this one Matthew yeah I got a question in from Michael so we'll just dive in and and have a wee listen hey good morning Colin this is uh, Michael with Night Moods HDQ and I'm just having the challenge with the ministry content slash story slash teaching for the podcast and in, and in the, the small interviews, how to increase listeners to turn into subscribers slash supporters for Night Moods HDQ. All right. Thanks for sending that in. Uh, that's Michael of Night Moods HDQ. Um, so you could find that at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Night Moods HDZHDQ. So Blog Talk Radio is not a one I've heard of in a long time. No, um, so maybe we, maybe we can touch on that here. But yeah, the question I'm gleaming there, like basically how do you take those listeners that you get that are checking out your show and turn them into subscribers or, or maybe even more than that, isn't it, Colin? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was what I got from it. It was the, yeah, how do you get somebody and convert, they find your show um, and they just have a listen to a wee bit of it. How do you turn them into a subscriber that listens on a regular basis? Um, a follower who then actually follows your work, maybe even outside the podcast, right up to, you mentioned the word supporter. So maybe even somebody that supports the show in the future. So there's a whole kind of funnel there, isn't there? Stage by stage. Uh, so yeah, that's great to delve into actually. Good question. How how do you start with that, Matthew? What's your, uh, what's your entry point? I like the the 
the absolute short answer, isn't it, is because uh, there's multiple layers to this, but the absolute short answer, the most obvious one that surprisingly people do still overlook is just to ask people to initially <laughs> hit that subscribe button. A yeah. lot of folks just don't do that, do they? Do they? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's the call to action. <laughs> um, a lot of people will either they ask them, so you might put in a make sure you subscribe to the show at the end, um, or you actually put in too many things. Uh, and ask them like seven different things like give us a tweet on twitter or send us an email here or send us a survey here and then subscribe and when Buy you ask me for a too coffee. many things yeah exactly <laughs> you ask for too many things and you don't get anything um so yeah that short answer like you say matthew just ask that one thing um spend like two three episodes in a row just asking for that one call to action um although well i don't know they, there's an argument with the subscribers one at least that um, you know, if somebody's listening, if you if you have to put it in two or three shows, then you know, if somebody's listening to two or three shows, they're probably already subscribing. So, how do you how do you think about that in terms of in one episode, maybe every month or something like that, just to try and catch those casual subscribers, or is this one you put in every time alongside your main and varying call to action? What do you think? Yeah, it's a good point. You know, if if somebody's turning up two or three times down the line, uh, the chances are they've probably subscribed, um, but they might not have. And, you know, every single episode that you put out there is going to be somebody's very first impression of your show. So maybe yeah. even, yeah, you, you go every second or third episode. It's it's worth pointing out uh, without diverting us too much as well that the, the language around this has kind of changed over the past year or so, hasn't it? Because what was subscribers yeah. on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, I think that's now followers. Yeah, um, yeah you're right. And I think your, your subscriber now on there is because they do the premium paid content stuff. So I think yes. now to be a subscriber, you're paying. Whereas for years, you know, I, I think that when podcasting was less well-known as well, people would think of subscribing as a podcast as well. I'm going to have to pay for that, which wasn't yeah. the case. Yeah. Um, so nowadays, I think the correct term on most platforms is to follow. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, and maybe that's a better term anyway, because people are very used to that on the social media platforms, aren't they? And they yeah. know that that's free, so. Yeah, potentially. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you're probably right. The uh, The terminology, you are right, the terminology has changed. Um, and... Uh, what we, I wonder what is it's hard to delve into what people are actually thinking. So I wonder what Michael's actually thinking in terms of followers. Maybe it is just actually getting somebody to hit that follow button. But I think there's something kind of deeper here. The way I think about followers is somebody who actually it's more than just hitting that subscribe button. It's more than just you know having a listen um, and and hitting the subscribe button and giving it a chance over a few episodes. It's you're a follower when you actually, you know, you're a bit into the show and you actually follow the show. You're, you look forward to listening to it. When you see a new episode pop up, you, you listen to it, you know, right away. Um, you maybe even follow some of the social media output that that person puts out. You look at their blog, you read their email list, all that kind of stuff. There's, to me, there's something more deep. And even if Michael didn't mean that, I think that's kind of an important part of this question, isn't it? It's like, how do you, turn that casual visitor into somebody that's actually a fan of your show. Um, I don't know about you, like how do you try new shows, Matthew? Because I think that's always an interesting thing as well. The whole subscribers thing, I think when I hear people, I remember years back when I first heard people start to say that, like make sure you subscribe to the show. I always kind of thought, but they're listening. So they're already subscribed. But actually I came to realize the way I 
uh, test shows, as I often do in Pocket Cast, for example, and I think it's the same with most apps, most listening apps these days. Like if I'm looking for a new show, I will just add an episode to my listener feed and I won't necessarily hit the subscribe button. Is that what you do? Like, do you, how, when you're looking at a new show or listening to a new show, how do you test that out? Do you subscribe straight away and then unsubscribe if you don't like it or what? Yeah, good question. Yeah, so I recently did this with, uh, very interestingly, a football tactics podcast. So not anything, not something I know anything about, but just something I like to, to sort of listen to. Yeah, yeah. So I found a new show and it looked pretty good. So this is typically what I'll do. I found that. And then I downloaded, um, I think it was like three episodes in their feeds that sure. seemed the most appealing to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then once I'm kind of, once I've listened through a couple of them, I'll kind of know whether I want to hear more from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this case, probably yes. Um, and there are obviously sometimes where you check something out and you just think this this probably isn't for me. So yeah. um, I'll, I'll test out those sort of two or three. And that's, again, completely different topic in a sense but that's why uh, we talk about episode titles all the time because yeah. i'm able to clearly see you know they're, they're talking about the things that i want to hear about so you know it, it makes it easy for me to pick a couple of episodes out and try them for myself before deciding yeah. whether to hit that big button yes indeed yeah i that's a funny one i think i think i yeah like pocket cast the way it works is that you can add to your playlist without having to subscribe. So that's what I mm. tend to do. And so the whole asking somebody to subscribe actually is relevant because then it reminds me that I'm not yet subscribed mm-hmm. uh, if I'm enjoying it, like if I'm kind of deep into it, just listening away. And yeah, it reminds me to do it. So I think it is important. I think it is actually a really relevant thing to do. And I think it's such a short thing to say as well that it's a little call to action that you could put in like five, 10 minutes into your show um, just as a little interlude. Uh, and it wouldn't kind of take away too much. It wouldn't take away from you doing a kind of bigger, more, you know, varying call to action later on in the show. So it'd be interesting to test that with um, with a show. If there was a way to actually test the action on that, like to test how many people hit subscribe at the same, at the same time, or <clears throat> maybe it would just be actually testing it over like four, eight weeks and see if your subscription rates increase. I'm not sure. Mm. Be a good one to try. <laughs> I think as well, like obviously... A lot of, if not most, podcast listeners these days, they know how to do these things. But you might be podcasting in a space where your listeners are less techy. So we've talked in the past about even creating a wee guide on your website uh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you you do some videos uh, of just you on your phone and maybe it's like the, the, the top three or four popular podcast listening apps and you just go through, walk them through. You know, here's, here's how to load up Apple Podcasts and make sure that you get this podcast delivered to you each time a new episode comes out. Here's what mm-hmm. to do. Um, here's how to do it on Spotify. Here's how to do it on Pocket Cast, Overcast. You need to go overboard on this, but um, just getting those maybe top three or four apps in and then yeah. creating like a, a how to listen page that you could send people to. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then you could just track how many people are going to that page as well. So, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I Having any link that you can send people to is really relevant for that, like being able to test those uh, different methods. So yeah, Michael, if you fancy trying out a few different things, like popping in a, a call to action, like, um, you know, three minutes in, you know, just take a wee interlude from the content after you've given up intro. I mean, I think that's the thing, isn't it? We always say, Matthew, like it's, you can put, uh, make sure you subscribe to the show during the intro. 
I think that's one that's so short that maybe you could get away with it in the intro. But then again, if somebody is not subscribed yet, they want to listen to five, 10 minutes at least before they're willing to give you that um, subscription. So actually, probably it's not relevant at that point. Like you want to be five, 10 minutes into the show when you do a little interlude so you could try that out and use a link to send them for like some, uh, you know, some intro content to the show or, you know, some kind of cheat sheet or something like that, that people might be relevant. Yeah, you can test the, the clicks on it, the visits at least. But yeah, I think that's yeah a really good way to go about it. I mean, I think, should we should we go in? I mean, I think the deeper part of this is the content itself, isn't it? Make sure they actually want to subscribe and come back for another episode, another episode, and then graduate to that kind of more follower status that I was talking about. Um, and maybe even a supporter, like Michael mentioned the word supporter. I'm not sure if he means their subscriptions and, you know, and people actually paying for the content or... I, you know, donating or Patreon or anything like that. It's about the content, isn't it, Matthew? Is it worth going into that a wee bit? Yeah, well, definitely. Like you, you need to, like you could ask all you want. You could make it as easy as you want. But <laughs> if if the listener, um, and I'm not saying this about Michael, sure, this is a general thing that applies to all of us. But um, if you're not doing enough to tempt listeners to come back for more, then all that's going to fail anyway, isn't it? So you've yeah. got to really get back to those basics of like, why am I doing this? Who's this for? What purpose <laughs> is it? Um, and, you know, what we're trying to do here, who, who, yeah. who's coming here? What are they getting from it? Cause we've, again, we've talked in the past listeners are selfish in a sense that they want something from you. They want to be taking <laughs> something away from the podcast that benefits them. So, you know, there's all sorts of ways that you could ensure that you're, um, that you're doing that our, our podcast planner tool we talked about a couple episodes ago yeah, yeah, um, yeah. thepodcasthost.com forward slash planner that's a free tool where you can go in and I think that could really go a long way to helping you hone that to making sure you're creating something that people want yep. and if not yep. you might just have to tweak a few things but yeah there's mm-hmm. a lot to do to to kind of want listeners to keep coming back for more isn't there yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, to me, one of the most um, relevant parts to this in terms of the content itself, obviously you need to make good content, you need to make compelling content. That's all about the planning process, really. It's all about um, how you structure your episodes, that kind of stuff. But But the most relevant to this to me is the intro. So if you get somebody that is doing what we were talking about there, like just testing out your show, dabbling into it, we've talked about it so many times, haven't we? That like the, the power of podcasting is how long form and how in depth and how, you know, much personality and all that come through over hours and hours of content because it's so deep. But the downside of it is means that that's, that means there's a barrier to entry. Like people often need to listen to quite a bit of it to really get into a podcast. So capturing somebody within the first minute, two minutes, three minutes of a show is actually quite tricky in some ways. Um, so that makes it even more important that every single episode you put out, it needs to be quite well planned. The first one, two, three minutes need to be really well planned to capture that person. And it's all about, like you just said there, Matthew, it's the benefits. So this episode, on this episode, don't mess around um, at the start. Say, on this episode, this is what we're going to solve for you. Here's the pains that I know you have because I know you as a listener. I know my audience really well. Here's the pains I know you have, the problems you have, the barriers you have, and here's why 
this episode is going to solve this one, this two, these two pains for you. Um, and that's why it's worth you hanging about for the next hour and listening to every single word that I'm about to tell you. <laughs> so it's that it's that intro where there's no messing around. There's no like loads of advertising in the first one or two minutes. There's no talking all about yourself. The first one or two minutes of every single episode has to be all about your listener all about the benefits for your listener on why this episode is the one thing that they need to listen to this week. Like if there's only one episode of a podcast they listen to this whole week, it needs to be yours because it's going to be so valuable to them. Um, and that's that's how you're going to get those casual listeners, those people that are just dabbling to hit subscribe right away if they see the pains that you're solving, the stuff that you're fixing for them, the the you know the inspiration, the motivation, the entertainment you're going to give them right away. Yeah, yeah, good words. And uh, just one last thought from me, I guess. I mentioned at the start, so Michael's website is, is just going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash nightmoods. Nightmoods, Z-H-D-Q. So even there, like a low-hanging fruit for me is go on uh, go, go over to podpage.com mm-hmm. and uh, stick your RSS link in there and just create a proper if you like website which is really easy and you could start using it for free you could use it for free on an ongoing basis but um that alone is you know going to help you to get followers around your show just because yeah. there'll be a much better presence for yourself online yeah uh, further down the line you, you might want to get a domain name as well that's easy to read out easy to spell <laughs> um and you could connect that to your your pod page site as well so yeah you don't need to know the slightest thing about um web design or that to use yeah. pod page obviously if you if you do you could go like self-hosted wordpress and all that but that's a, a, a different story but yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that is a low-hanging fruit and it's going to make it a lot easier for your listeners to find you and, and keep in touch yeah yeah just having that just having a better domain really just rather than saying blogtalkradio.com forward slash nightmoods this is hdq spell that's with a z and an h and a d and a q <laughs> i mean it's cool like there's nothing wrong with the name there michael um i like the name but um, but because it has that, uh, what would you call it? That confusion potentially with the Z rather than the S. Um, I can see why you do it. That's all good. But if you can find a domain, even if it's something like NMHD or something like that, you know, NMHD for uh, .io, you might be able to get something like that because if you use one of the various many different um, domains that are out these days, like you can have an XYZ and stuff like that, so you might get nightmoods uh, or nightmood.xyz or something like that. It just makes it much more clear and easy. So yeah, that could be a big win for sure. And the subscription buttons and all that on the website there make it all, yeah, they make all the difference for people turning to subscribers too. Good point there, Matthew. Lovely stuff. Um, I'm happy with that if you are, Colin. Indeed, yeah, I think so. Hopefully it is, hopefully it is. Um, Michael, we didn't delve too far into, if you do mean supporters, as in people who pay for the content, uh, if that is something you're looking at, it'd be great to get a bit more detail on that. So get back and send us another question over at uh, thepodcasthost.com forward slash answers. Uh, and we could delve more into that if that's something you're doing. Uh, it'd be good to get some detail on the kinds of things you would look at uh, selling, whether you do premium content, whether you do kind of uh, resources that you might sell or offer as follow-ups, or whether it would just be Patreon or donations or something like that. If that is something you're looking at, by all means, send us in another question. We can delve into that too. It'd be good to have a look at. Great stuff. Um, and just a reminder to the listener too, uh, thepodcasthost.com forward slash answers 
is where you could uh, get your voice question in as well and we'll we'll get to it on a future episode indeed indeed and if you want to put in like uh, uh make sure to subscribe to the show uh, and put it in in an entertaining way or with a bit of music or you know you have a little slot that you put in the five ten minutes slot every time uh, that's the kind of thing that Alitu is made for perfectly uh, that's we made Alitu our podcast maker app to make it really easy to pop your episodes together to be able to you know split a part of your interview and pop in a little advert or a sponsorship or a promotion or anything like that um, and it's got a drag and drop uh, episode building interface where you can just you know split a bit of your episode you can pop in uh, an advert clip or something so you don't need to record every time you don't need to change it every time you can have this one set one that you create just once and pop it into the episode uh, so if you want to try out alitu go over to alitu.com that's a-l-i-t-u.com you get a seven-day free trial and you can try it out and you can try all the call recording the audio cleanup the editing and uh, the hosting now as well great stuff we're recording on it right now Indeed, indeed. <laughs> cool. All right, folks, thank you for listening. Again, that link is thepodcasthost.com forward slash answers. If you want to pop in a question for us, we'll answer it on a future episode. Thanks, Matthew. Always good to catch up. It is. Yeah, back to the beach now. Indeed. Yeah, back to the rainy, windy beach. All good. <laughs> what about you? Anything planned now? Um, definitely the beach. Yeah. Wind, <laughs> rain. Uh <laughs> Dead seagulls everywhere, which is literally a thing now. There must be like a weird bird flu or something. Uh, we had a walk up there the other day, and my Christ, there's some dead birds everywhere. Um, I took one home for my tea. So, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, I'll leave it there then. That's a great way to finish off the show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening. Hope you got some podcast goodness and some good dead bird goodness. Good stuff. Talk to you next time. <laughs>